Hey, 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 what's up? It's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I'm back once again to put it all the way down like I always do on Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown. And today, woo, I got a very, very special guest like I always do. All my guests are special and bring a special light into this world. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Mia Street, who is an award-winning educator. Her journey in education led her to teaching and eventually becoming district administrator leading transformational work. Her work inside and outside of the classroom has helped to create equitable educational spaces. She currently holds the following roles. Kidada, Education Design, Founder, BH365 Foundation, Educative, as, uh-oh, that was me, Executive Director, Dallas Core, Chief Growth Officer, NAACP, Texas State Education Committee Member, and Co-Author, of the upcoming book entitled Sister Syllabus. Now, listen, y'all would have got caught up on those words too, because that's a lot of titles. Miss Street is out here doing a lot of things. So welcome, Miss Street. Hello, hello. Um, you forgot to add something else. What? What did I forget to add? That we are cousins. That- Another cousin. Yes, we are cousins. And it's real, y'all. Real real talk. I know that you all know that intellectually Heidi is also my cousin who is the um, intellectual correspondent here on Out the Box. She's not with us today, but it's okay. She'll be back on the next one. Hello, Mia. Yes, cousin. What's popping? I'm trying to get like you. You trying to get like me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, get like me. Yeah. That is. Yes. Um, everything's going good. I want to just say publicly, thank you. You know, I'll hit a rough patch, and you were there and supportive. I guess we'll get into that maybe later, but thank you. You're that. welcome. You're yeah. welcome. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so many people have so many things going on in their life. You know, as we say in these days and times, life be lifing. Life be lifing, but God be guiding. God be guiding. Yes. And so it just all happens all at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we are able to be there for someone and it's not um, taking away from ourselves, and we could put some with some, make some happen. Why not do it? Yeah. Because we all may need someone in certain areas in our life, in emergency situations, and just in general. We mm-hmm. all need to have a uh, intimate set of group of people that we can call on and they can call on in certain times of needs. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know we. We down like four flats. Hello, somebody. And so we're always going to um, be there for each other, enlighten each other, introduce things to each other. Let me tell you, 
If it wasn't for Mia, I don't know if I would have been a part of the nonprofit world um, over 10 years ago. Um, she is the one who introduced me to this world via the organization that she had um, with the youth in high school and bridging the gap between them, different people and different students and kids in different social classes and helping push them you know, to further their education, yeah. whether in college or trade school. And man, it was amazing and very super, super successful. And at that time, I was doing my volunteer work with her and coming and speaking to the kids about perseverance mm -hmm. uh, because I have a story of that, which we're not going to get into. Oh, we don't have to get into it, but can we just say that um, the way I picked people to come and pour into students was... Um, I didn't always know know the people. Do you know what I mean? You just get that feeling that this person is going to be able to pour into kids in a in a way that's going to impact them. Um, I can't tell you how many times I get messages. I you know we still follow the kids on social media, and they'll just message me like, "Hey, Miss, do you remember so and so that came and speak? Yeah, I'm glad you know she was there and so on and so forth." So I've gotten that from you. Um, I've gotten uh, quite a few wonderful stories out of the work we, we were able to do with those students. Um, they're all, for the most part, all of them are successful in their own way. Um, and whatever we talked about them doing, because I used to make them create, you know, their um, long-term plans. Mm -hmm. And they always, you know, say, oh, I want to do this when I get out of college, blah, blah, blah. Uh, most of them are doing it. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That is so good. I am so happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. Because like, I... I'm, a, you know, we're both big advocates of pouring back into the youth. Mm -hmm. um, I was poured into. And so, you know, I see the benefit in that. Yeah. You know, of course, you still, there's still a lot to learn in life. You know, you won't get everything, but there was enough poured into me mm -hmm. where I see the benefit of, you know, doing that same thing for others. Well, you know, and it, it's, and, no shade to anybody else, but um, was it your birthday post I posted on Instagram? And was it kind of highlighting your 20th as AK? Okay. Either way, um, there's certain people in your life that uh, they're active. Mm -hmm. They don't just talk it, right? And right. so it's certain people I can always call and if there's an event, if there's something going on, if it has to do with kids, they're going to show up and you've always been that person. Um, so, and it's a few of us in the crew. Right, right. You know, but the 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 saying that you, you know, pour into kids and the actual doing are two different things. Right. Yeah. And sometimes we forget, you know, that's how um, natural it is. It is. You know, certain things yeah. we do in life could be just so natural that you are not even looking for an accolade or even remember what you do. Yeah. You know, as long as you know, we, we yeah. um, you know, you plant those seeds and we keep pushing, yeah. keep it pushing, mm -hmm. you know, and just keep planting seeds. Yeah. Good seeds. And, and so good seeds. And the, uh, I know from an educator's point of view, um, uh, this like one of my first classes in in education was 
that we are a business, education was a business, but our product takes 18 years to develop if you're in public yet, right? Okay. K through 12. And so when we talk about planting seeds for us, is you plant seeds, pray, cross your fingers, and then a few years later, you know, you see what you did, you know, how it impacted a kid and, and you know, all that stuff. So um, the seeds that we plant, there's harvest time and it doesn't always come when we want it. That's one. And then it doesn't always come as immediately, but it, it does. For sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, hitting and highlighting on some other things that can relate as far as pouring into giving back, helping one another, uh, female empowerment, mm-hmm. women empowerment is something that we need to keep pushing to the forefront. Um, of course, there's always going to be a mixture of things going on. There's going to be negativity um, in whatever form that it comes in. Um, and that's everywhere. But then there's positivity. And that's everywhere as well. You know, I just went to the um, Renaissance yes. World Tour. Beyonce. Oh. Yes. Our good cousin, Beyonce. Yeah. Um, it just has always done an amazing job as being an entertainer, uh, activist, a uh, person, mm-hmm. a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Um, she's all of those things. And um, a kingdom kid, mm-hmm. you know, loves God. Seen that from day one of her, you know, in the group with Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't at the L.A. concert. I was at the Dallas, Texas concert. But at the L.A. concert, it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Diana Ross came out. And um, Beyonce had a speech. And it was just a very nice speech. And you can tell she just felt everything. Um, it was genuine. She was authentic. And she's an authentic person and um, entertainer. I don't know her in, in, you know, in real life. But she definitely gives authenticity. Mm-hmm. And so her talking about her former Destiny Childs member, she gave them a shout out, you know, it, it, as a part of the journey because it did start, you know, with her and the girls and that was just, just saluting them. Mm-hmm. It was acknowledging, acknowledging them mm-hmm. was just an amazing thing to do amongst others, you know, her father and her mother because they play intricate parts and pieces of developing their child, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. their children to be successful. So we got to give it up for Matthew and Tina. And so um, empowering one another, empowering women, you know, Beyonce does that, who runs the world, girls. And in Houston, she brought out Meg the Stallion. Hello. So to your point, um, Beyonce didn't have to do any of that. Right. She chose to do it. And she always seems to do She always seems to know how to reach back to the past, pay homage. Like, remember those uh, photo shoots she did for Halloween? And she was just kind of picking oh, iconic black women. Yeah, like uh, Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. Um, Jan- did she do a Janet one? I don't know. But she does over the years, um, just different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, her having Meg the Stallion, 
on stage, I felt everything Meg was feeling because it's like looking at your, let me say, I've never looked up to Beyonce, like, you know, mm -hmm. oh yeah, we're just a hair older than her, but um, <laughs> just a little bit older than her. So I never like looked up to her in that way, but I know Megan probably did. Right. And so for her to share the stage with someone who she's looked up to from her hometown, I don't know how she was standing because she and she came, she served, she served in that whole uh, concert. So it was beautiful to see, um, definitely. And I think that it just is a testament to how we should, um, we should shine a light on our sisters. Right. And we should empower them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's always bigger, you know, um, for some of us, you know what I'm saying? We could see things. In a bigger picture, mm -hmm. just imagine all of the people that uh, she employs. That's a that's a that's a lot of people. You know, you have your costume designers, you got your stage managers, and uh, you have your engineers, your music engineers, your musicians, your dancers. Yeah, I was looking at that production, and I was thinking to myself, how many. Um, buses mm -hmm. because you know like it's got to be a large caravan that has to travel and then I know that you know they take flights so on and so forth like that's just a lot sis is putting a lot of money in folks pockets oh yeah she's our own ecosystem but you have to be mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's 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 bigger than what so you know some people do see the grand scheme of things you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and others don't they just talk mess in the very surface but we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about the empowering that um, beyonce does and just talk about the women empowerment mm -hmm. and i know you wanted to to highlight a few things yeah in reference to that well um just i think something that uh, my friend and i were talking about this weekend my friend akila um we've been in a lot of spaces particularly in, you know the higher you go in education it's less women more men mm -hmm. and you start to feel it okay um when you you know look at i'm sure in your line of work when it comes to business it starts to be more men than women at some point right no uh i don't really actually i am paying attention but no in in one area of business that I, you know, mm -hmm. under my umbrella of the stuff that I do. Um, actually, the person that's at the top is a woman. Okay, good. But a lot of her counterparts are males mm -hmm. on a certain level, okay. on that level. Yeah. Well, in education, at a certain level, it's pretty much only women. Mm -hmm. And then the more you go up, you know male leadership and then even statistically there are way more male superintendents which is crazy because the field is like 87 percent women mm -hmm. all right so um but my friend and i were talking and she just looked at me she's like i'm proud of you and i was like i'm proud of you too mm -hmm. you know and these are the conversations that you have that i want to have with my my sister friends i want to be able to tell my sister friend hey I'm proud of what you're doing. I see you. I'm glad you got through this. I'm glad you can get through that. Um, how can I help you? 
How can we help each other? Mm-hmm. Like those types of conversations. I'm all for uh, women empowerment, you know, in public, but I'm mm-hmm. more for it in those inner uh, relationships with other women where we hold each other down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's important to me. Uh, and when you recognize that in other women, that's those are the women you have to stick to. So I told her, I said, look, we got to watch each other's back. Yes. And we got to watch out for each other. And so that's what we do. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's good to have female friends like that. And it's also good to have a network like that. Yeah. Um, you know, because as us being women and just being, if you're a person that does many different things, you may have to do something that requires, you know, a, a male uh, perspective or a male helping you or a male um, counterpart. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, here on Out the Box, yes, I'm a, I'm a female, I'm a woman, but I also give it up for my males as well mm-hmm. because I know quite a few supportive men, mm-hmm. uh, men that support me, men that support this podcast, men that do support women. Um, it's just that in today's world, it's not always highlighted. And then it's not as mass. It's not a massive amount. Not say that it doesn't exist. It's just not a massive amount. So, um, some, okay, two things, two things that I hope I can use. Um, but the first thing is, is when I so I I quit my nine to five job um, over a year ago, and in that time. Um, I will say this, it was black men that checked on me and made sure I was good. Mm-hmm. Not in any other way other than, sis, you all right? Mm-hmm. Okay, when, you know, one of them, um, he had some work lined up for me, uh, but he was like, I don't need you to go to work right, right now. I need you to heal. Mm-hmm. And then we can get to work. That type of thing was powerful for me. I didn't ask for it. I didn't expect it. So then my other thing was when you said it's not an, um, you said at mass? Mass. Yes, right? Numbers. Uh-huh. Mass numbers. So when is it, when is it the norm? Do you see what I'm saying? So like, if it's not at mass norm, I mean, mass numbers, then is it the norm that we don't have it? Well, I think, um, and we're going to get into this a little bit because today's topic is called what's up with the dating world, mm-hmm. right? And there's quite a few things that affect the dating world. We're going to give several of those perspectives, mm-hmm. but some of those points um, also just, just happens in general where the propaganda and also certain women will say that they don't need a man to help them do anything. And basically maybe they're saying that because they are financially secure enough to secure a man, you know, to do something. Maybe they need work on their car. They can pay for it themselves. You know, if they need some work done on their house, 
that can pay for a man to come and do it. But they're not realizing you still need one. You're right. Because you're paying one to come do it, but you don't need one in your life. Is what they're saying. They don't need one companionship wise for whatever reason. Maybe they um, have been hurt. Maybe they've never had uh, or been exposed to any type of male uh, leadership, male fathering. I mean, there's so many different reasons why certain women will go there and say that. And also a man may say, well, I don't need a woman. I'm doing everything I need without having one, you know, as far as locking one down, being married and companionship. And so they just basically use women for sexual desires. Now it's some, some women do the same thing. They use males just for sexual desires, but I think it's a deeper issue and we can't um, and so it's like we're not seeing that we need to work together that's what I'm trying to say here because we really do there is a need for women and there is a need for men but individual when we're going to break it down individually and because every it's always situational you know that's one of my favorite words situational It's not the same answer across the board based on whatever somebody's experiences has been. Right? Yeah. My only two cents is because that guy I was telling you about earlier, uh, you know, he sent me something similar to that. And I was like, I don't know women. I don't don't hang around people with that mindset. Mm -hmm. I don't hang around women. Man, okay. And I definitely don't hang around men. Like, I don't, right. what, are, what are you talking about? You sound crazy. Right. And I, want, I try to talk to crazy people. Right. That's a lot of people that's caught up in the matrix. I get it. I They're not in my village. But I'm people that we're caught up, that's caught up in the matrix. Mm-hmm. So when you see certain people on podcasts, you see certain stuff online, you see if you have a Facebook or a yeah. Instagram, you may have a network of friends or somebody you're following and they have this, these twisted uh, <laughs> views of the opposite sex. It's weird. It's weird. It's fool. You know what I'm saying? You're saying you saying the whole the whole It's like I not ever think to get rid of my male friend. Mm-hmm. Some of them live in the world um, and for them, for for a guy, I've I've gotten a sense of certain some men, kind of how you described it a minute ago, mm-hmm. that they kind of see women in that way. Um, I don't really delve into conversations with them because I'm already like you know, mm-hmm. so I can navigate out of that. But there is just a lot of trauma that has to be attached with you coming to a conclusion. That a whole nother set of speed. Ain't but two on this earth. It's men, women. Now there's like other stuff, but for the most part, all right. <laughs> you know, for the most part, it's that, right? right? So what you're saying is you could actually live without half the people in the world. Wow. And well, we need each other. Yeah, that's like I said, we need each other. 
at the beginning and the end of the day, we need each other. Mm-hmm. But people, like you said, their trauma experiences, they're basing it off of, you know, their personal experiences. And then maybe the people that they're around have the same type of dysfunctions. They, they don't dysfunction dysfunctions mm-hmm. or, you know, they're, they're going down the same road versus meeting people that if you want a successful relationship, why don't you sit down, observe, talk to those that are in successful relationships? In the, More than one I, I, person. I feel also there's another part of it is that there are people who just don't want to do the work on themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to say they are this way and not look inside and say, you know what? I need to do some work. I need to go to therapy. I need to admit that some of my habits aren't the best. They don't, you know, I have to admit that, you know, socially I need to work on, you know, like do do a self audit and stop thinking about, oh, it's women this or it's men this. Do a self audit real quick. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem. Yeah. (laughs) And so we can just go ahead and roll right into what's up in the dating world. Yeah. Because we've started to touch on a few points that um, is very crucial and intricate to what's going on right now and, and why dating is different. Why is dating so different now than it was 20 years ago? Yeah. Even 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally have never been a fan of dating apps. I've never been on a dating app. I have. Um, So (laughs) I am just too scary of that shit. I'm just going to be honest. As you should be. And even with social media, I might have met a couple of people, but I need to see like even how you interact on there because you'll be able to uh, detect, you know, like what someone posts. Mm-hmm. what their interest is you know mm-hmm. things that it'll it'll show up your personality some of your personality shows up on the things that you share and what you say on social media no matter what anyone tries to hide it still comes out yeah especially if you're authentic now if you're trying to be fake or if you're trying to right you're trying to hide something that's one thing you know, I always say it's different. It's a difference between being private and secretive because I'm a private person, you know, so I don't really be having people all up in my house on the Internet, all up in the car with me. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, I don't even like having the phone out like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been having so much stuff on. I want to take the time out to even take the phone out to record. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's kind of like a chore. Okay. Now, for others, it's not. They are to But no judgment. Correct. No judgment. But I'm more of a private person. Hiding anything, I'm just private. Yeah. Well, so that brings out a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. um, the most recent experience I had has kind of brought me to, like, I figure out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my male friend Kalima and I were talking about you know um, wants and needs and, and other you know want to seek and stuff like that. 
And he was just like, Mia, you need someone that's just as um, outgoing. Um, and he said, I think you're going to need someone who is kind of as busy as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never, I've never really dated someone like Social media tells me a lot about who you are. It tells me what you're interested in. It tells me so much. Um, so I never really considered social media as being something to look at in determining if I want to pursue a relationship, but it's going to be to see me, I hurt sometimes more than it can you. Especially if you're seeking companionship, but you're negative all turn somebody off. Yeah, I would like to see that. So you, I'm right, good. right. Yeah. But you know, I like men that don't even like being on me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be hard for me to meet you on. I would have to meet you at the gym yeah, I don't, or someone else through someone else or what have you but, but somebody I'm, reaching out to me on social media and they got no activity that's that's also well not saying a, that you would meet them through social media but let's say you meet them at the gym or something like that for me if I get to know you mm-hmm. and I <laughs> and you have a social media page and you, you don't really post and stuff like that like maybe my posting might annoy you. Or maybe we don't value certain things communicating the same way. It's just something to consider for me. Right. Uh, you know, and it's something I never considered before. But men also have complained because, you know, people like to group. Mm-hmm. That women, a lot I've seen, I've heard men say that they're competing with social media for women to get an attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because there are some attention seekers and validate people that need to be validated by social media. They see women that are, you know, always posing or doing whatever they do because they didn't get any any in depth with this. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on a few occasions, more than one time, where they said that they feel like they're competing with social media as far as women wanting attention. I don't, and I'll, I, I'm, I'm sure that's how they framed it, but I think they probably really mean that women are getting attention from social media. And sometimes uh, that is going to compete with what's going on at home. Okay. Because I've seen a lot of, you know, even married women. Right. Do a lot of things that I was just like, oh, that's, that seems like you want likes. <laughs> and you got a whole husband. Right, right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I kind of see, I, I see what they're saying that, yeah, that's probably putting some unnecessary pressure on them. And so then it comes to this. What kind of conversations are you having with people that you're dating or you're with? So that there's clarity that's brought. So if you feel like this woman's doing something for attention, are you having a conversation with her? Is she not worth the conversation? Well, these men are worth uh, generalizing. Mm-hmm. Women, period. Yeah. Okay. So 
again, that's just how they see things. Okay. When you, when somebody is just constant talking about what women are doing or what they are doing in a negative light, you're in your generalizing. That means you don't, you don't see nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what a woman, you don't know how to find one. You don't know how to seek one or even attract one or talk to one that doesn't operate like that. Right. right. Are you assuming everyone is operating that way? Yeah. And That's I feel a, sorry for people who have only one, way one example. Things. One, mm-hmm. oh yeah. 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 Like, in, in my village alone, right, mm-hmm. we have all types of women right all types of men and i'm so glad that i i've always been that kind of person where i wanted to meet everybody mm-hmm. i wanted to know everything i know everyone i want especially if you were extremely different from me like i always like to get to know that and i think maybe because i'm a gemini you know how we we are very inquisitive and curious by nature and so i always have been that person so I would never, I would hate to be a person that's like, oh, all men are like this. What a, what a dreadful world. Right. Exactly. Mm-mm. And people are caught Mm-mm. in the matrix. Yeah. You know, I had a, a one of our um, classmates was just saying something and he always says stuff. Is this what we talked about earlier? No, no, I don't even know who you were talking about. But this person wants companionship but it it will say that but then will come these negative situations or stories or scenarios of women not the only person i've seen several men do this well some men just don't like women and they need to be they need to just well then the thing is that's the thing (laughs) you you don't want to say anything because then they're going to feel like you're telling them to stop or don't you know uh tell them what to do when it comes to what they're saying and you're I'm not I wouldn't do that but there's a few times to do with that and I've seen a dress and they bite your head or whatever so I just if I said hey you know about the tricks he understood what I by that mm-hmm. right come out because if you, you keep, if you're seeing everything all one way that nobody else that's you correct yeah 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 and so um you know in the dating world people are seeing they're going through this technology to and 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 apps and social media. Oh, that's well. Now it's been people success stories and that you know, but there's also it's also very dangerous oh, because people could be yeah can make up stuff. They can lie. Um, there's been people that have been killed. They've been catfished. They've been duped. And then there's others that have met their husband and wife, and they've been married for years. Well, my experience, and I'll tell you this. Two experiences that got me off of dating apps. So, um, everybody, well, most people that know me, they know I have like a whole bunch of nephews. And 
part of my thing when I was dating younger, so I was with them a lot. Um, I took care of them for a couple of years was I had to do background checks on any guy that <clears throat> I went on date with because I need to make sure I could bring you around my nephews if it got to that point. Mm-hmm. So I've always done background checks. And so, um, you know, years go by, this is my norm, you know, whatever. I get on dating app. Before I go meet up with somebody, I do a background check. I did a background check on a guy. He was a felon, mm-hmm. a whole felon for fraud. Okay. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, dodge the bullet. Don't need to go on that date. The next guy had a felony for assault, battery, and um, something else. But I Googled it and it was on a woman. Mm. And so I was like, okay. And I messaged him to, you know, let him know I wasn't going to be on a date. And he went off on me. I was like, oh, dodge the bullet. Okay. So those were two things that I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And uh, yeah, two events. But yeah, dating for women in general, I have experienced some very scary, unsafe situations. Um, being assaulted um and and on a first date so i stopped dating for a long time i was just terrified but those things happen and we still for those of us who do still believe in love still believe in finding someone and i think that's a beautiful thing for sure for sure um you know I may meet people at the gym, gas station, uh, functions, through other people, somebody somebody else may know, you know, you may meet at a function or an event and they'll start talking or, or what have you. But social media, never, never a dating app. Uh, maybe I tried Black Planet, Planet a little bit back in the day, day, day. You know, I was just looking, trying to see what was up. You know, everybody was talking about it. Everybody was on there or whatever. But I never really, no date came about from that. So um, have a date come about on social media? I think so. But it's through mutual people meaning the mutual friend they actually know these people do you know what i mean it's like not somebody off their friends list, but actually oh yeah i know that person you know what i mean so it's cool well, so i think that can it, that can be a plus you know but that at church and they be a fool so it's all about um even when you meet, wherever you meet them, you have to be be cautious, not scary, you know, and just know where you're going to meet the at, drive your own car, you know, things of that nature. Um, Tell people where you're going. Right, right, for sure. Yeah. So you always got to be, have some, some, 
some common sense. I know common sense isn't common these days, you know, but, you know, take some precaution in what you're doing, you know, have some, you know, some game about you, not gaming people, but just know, you know, have some knowledge. You know, like for me, um, even now, this is, it's even worse now after the pandemic, right? But I would rarely, not tell too much of my business, but I don't think I had a guy in my park in a okay. long Because, you know, it's like a, a safety thing in a sense. And, you know, that, um, yeah, so we just have to be smart. And I'm not saying that's right by all this stuff, but, <laughs> you know, everyone has to just be, you know, just think very be cautious, especially if you have children. I tell my, my, my single mom friends, like if you're on dating apps, don't put your kids on there. Um, matter of fact, I would say don't tell whoever you potentially could be dating that you have kids until you feel it's time because there are some predators that will, you know, date you because of the kids instead of dating to be with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's just different things that you do have to take in consideration when um, dating. Yeah. But um, I want to talk about something that status and how do you choose and how do you compare yourself and when I mean compare like yeah you know I can see myself dating this man or how does this man say yeah I want to holler at her yeah you know and feel that they're compatible can feel feel that they're compatible with somebody that they would be compatible with. That's I feel like, you know, in this new world, this new social media world, sometimes men come off and I'm I'm being general right now, you know, because not all men, but it's like they feel it's a Burger King menu. <laughs> Have it their way. You know? And it's like, bruh. Like I'm not, I'm not shallow, but come on now, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need you to. I I want to be attracted to you too. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you. Me, I need some physical attraction. I need to be physically attracted. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Is it your swag? Is it you know the way you talk? Is it? You know the what you the networks that you in. If you ain't giving none of that, what? Like I don't I don't understand what it what am I supposed to be attracted to? What am I supposed to be attracted to here? You, you know, that's are you to the question? Of, like, do you ever be, do you be so suited and booted? Like yeah, not that I'm not talking about having on Louis and Gucci and all of the name brands. I'm talking about. Do you have swag? Okay. You know, how how am I supposed to be attracted to you? Because I need to be mentally stimulated. It's not a Burger King menu. 
And I really see that as a lot of guys out there using it as such as, you know, it's because they may have a crush or a fantasy um, on anybody. It could be any woman. It could be, I mean, cause you know, women talk about these things because sometimes men be in the same inboxes, you know, <laughs> or DMs they are. to friends and we be laughing about, we be laughing about that shit. Who are saying that there aren't enough men about what it is that they're doing? That too. It's included. I would agree because I don't think that that takes self. I think that takes self reflection. And most people, men and women, including whatever gender you, you subscribe to, um, most humans mm-hmm. do a horrible job of reflecting on who they are, you know, where they really are in the world, and really seeing themselves, and then understanding that there are things they're going to have to tweak to get what they want. Right. Um, you know, and men are entitled to be, to uh, like what they like. You exactly. know, a man might say, okay, I took a certain way. I don't want to be over, you know, 240, 230, 180, 150. Mm-hmm. You know, they might say, okay, I like hair over long hair, long hair over short hair. Um, you know, your hygiene. Okay. That's another thing. Everybody don't be thinking about that. They don't be thinking about their hygiene. You know what I'm saying? It's dude. <laughs> Is your clothes smelling like you left them in the washing machine? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then they two days, and then you put them in the dryer and you put them. I know what that smells like. <laughs> I do. And I have gone out on a date with somebody before in my life and I knew exactly what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just like maybe <laughs> there's a uh, <laughs> you know that? he was an adult. Oh, this was yeah, he was adult. Shit. This was like shoot. This okay. was like thirteen years ago, twelve years ago. But yeah, you have to be a cognizant and aware of those things. Okay, it's your house. You keep your house clean. You know, if, if a woman comes over your house and go in the bathroom, is there a bunch of still soury towels? Ew. Like, I'm just being honest. I've seen that too. You, it, but I've also been over a female's house where it's like, ma'am, and oh, I want to be in a relationship so bad, da, 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 and the type of dude you want. But if he come over here, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying like, all have times where okay, you might get too busy and you need to clean up. No, but no, no, what no, are no. you what is, what is crusty towels? This is right, right. Talking about a woman women be wanting expectations, but what does it look like behind closed doors, right? Because that is who you really are. Not about cleaning up before he come over. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm-hmm. And when you don't have to do that, if you always got to do that, then you got to realize maybe I'm not a clean person. Mm-hmm. That can be a turnoff for a man. So that's something that you have to self-reflect within yourself. Yeah. Right? You and know? be honest about time. So, um, I think I told you this, um, I'm on my, in therapy, but I specifically 
sit there, right? Okay. And the homework needs to write down what I need and want in a mm-hmm. potential partner. Now, I've written the list since college. And my list in college was like ridiculous. Like, pages long, front and back. Ridiculous, right? Um, and you know, you get older, you start to realize like, what are the things that are most important? So I feel like I wrote a pretty solid list. Um, and I shared, um, one of them was like ad hygiene. Okay. And I've dated a Essie boy before. Essie boy. Um, you know, but he ain't never stank, you know, Mm-hmm. The the apartments were crazy. It was it was crazy. But I was like, yeah, I guess I should put hygiene down. Um, and now that I'm talking to you, I'm getting it on the list. Yeah, <laughs> hygiene is important. Men should have it on their list, and women should have it on theirs. And that looks like if that's something you value, then that means you value it for yourself. Correct. And I think that's what you're saying. Saying, okay, if you I don't, if, if, woman, if I was a, a smelly dude, can't be trying to get at any old uh, look at the list of females that look like she smell like baccarat, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she up on exactly. like, yeah, nails, everything, everything is just, boom, you know what I'm saying? And she smell good, but you don't, hell no, that's not fair. That's a turn off. But that's true. And also, there are some men that are, like, are people in general. Right. That, yeah, so I'm like, why would you think you that, that that you? Right. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. We have to be honest. Yeah. And even there are some females that have to be honest. You know, so it's, you got to get yourself. Okay. And if you want the best, the best. Hello. And it doesn't, this is not conceit. It's not vain. And it's your best. Right. Be your best. That this doesn't have yeah. anything to do with being vain, shallow, conceited. No. Yeah. We want to think that everybody deserves someone's hygiene or great hygiene or that it's clean, right? And it smells that you can love on and hug on. Because one person wanting that and the other person not bringing that, that is not an attraction. <laughs> You're not gonna come together in the middle. <clears throat> Certain things are just not, um, they're not negotiable. You said, go back on that. You said one person wanting that and the other person not bringing that is not. Yeah, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. No. And that's, that is the simplest way to put it. Yeah. You know, I had a homeboy and I was trying to tell him, help him. And I know I could do some crazy shit sometimes, but I'm I'm a realist. You know, I'm one of those. They they call, they might say it's a chosen, anointed, or whatever. I'm the person that doesn't fit in. I don't be trying to fit in. I just be me and I tell the truth. Mm-hmm. So I'll try with this guy. We were cool, homie, homie girl, homeboy. And it was killing me. This wasn't the first time that this had happened. So it was happening again. It rolled down the window. 
the right. Okay. Because I like that's not here. So he, <laughs> that is not true. You don't do that to people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to figure out what it is. What did you say? I had to say it. I said, I got to get, you want some gum? You need some gum. And usually when you tell somebody you need, they need some gum. They take it. Correct. And they be like, oh, what are you trying to say? My friends think, yes. yes. Did he not and that's it? not fair. Yes, he did. Okay. Good. We went to the store to get some. Make me snort. <laughs> I'm just being I'm being honest. So that ain't even it's funny, but it's not funny because that's not fair. So guess what? Um he said he he had a rotten tooth. Okay? He needed a root canal or some shit, right? And so he eventually got it done. Yeah. Boom. So guess what? That's gonna help you because he might have been in so many female faces. Killing them, just soft. killing them, burning a hole in their cheek. You know, so it sounds funny, but it's real. These are real things. I wouldn't want to do that with men. I don't want a man doing it to me. I don't want nobody, homie, anybody. When we talk, and this kind of goes back to what I said before, you you allow for there to be a conversation, correct? And I think that in dating now. Because everyone feels like there's another option right now that they don't have. Like, that's why ghosting's so big. Like, I don't have to have a conversation with you about something something I don't like in, or whatever the case may be. Um, you were adult enough, kind enough right. to say, I want you in this world like this. I want you to be better. Right. <laughs> I don't want to get you some dumb. Right. And then because of that, because you did love him in that way. Right. He got the gum and then eventually got two sticks, I'm sure. Correct. Yes. But had you not said something, like you said, you don't know, it could be burning holes all, yeah, all throughout the you, You're You <laughs> want a certain type of chick. Yeah. And you got to, listen, that's a part of being fully yoked. Mm-hmm. You know? So you're not going to be equally yoked across the board and everything, but some things just can't, you just cannot, you know, pass up. Mm-hmm. Hygiene is one of them. Um, how you present yourself. So say for instance, you wore all name brand, but he doesn't, but he looked good and just boom. Like he came to Q Magazine, but name brand but he know how to do it cool no problem and vice versa you know what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that some people feel like you gotta look like money and they mean with designer but you look like a bag of money and not have on designer and have a bag of money I prefer uh, I'm not a designer person so mm-hmm. that's, that's never been something I look for but I know women that can tell me the type of watch a man has, the type of shoes he has on, or whatever. And like mm-hmm. that must mean he makes such and such amount. Of money. Like I, I don't even do math like that. Mm-hmm. Don't care. But I do care about style. Right. I have always been someone like if someone walks in with Steve Harvey anything, like anything Steve Harvey has ever the old school Steve Harvey. Even 
Oh no, Steve is clean too. Steve is clean he's, he's for a thirty-year-old. He's a sixty-year-old man. I need you to be clean for a six-year-old. So, like his stylist, mm -hmm. when the stylist is dressing his self, mm -hmm. and it looks like what he puts on Steve Harvey, but it looks good on him because it's him. Correct. I don't think his stylist has found Steve's thing, but it's better than the old old Steve. Okay. But beyond all that, my point wasn't necessarily stuck on Steve. It was this. I do like stylish men. Mm -hmm. I love a good smelling man. Um, I tend to like beards. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so all of those things play a part in like how you find someone attractive. But past like looks, then that there's something that I recently learned in my last the situation was how does that person make you feel? Mm -hmm. And um, I never thought about that. So part of what I added to my list of wants and needs was I want to feel um, I want to feel desired. Uh, I want to feel what's the other thing? Um, I want to feel safe. Like all of these things are things I didn't necessarily think of until recently mm -hmm. or <clears throat> wasn't consciously thinking of. And so my therapist was like, okay, you're gonna write these things down, but then I want you to think about how does this then show up mm -hmm. in that person? So if you want someone kind, what does kind look like to you? Mm -hmm. What will they be doing to show kind? Like so on or so like that, that's it, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's up in the dating world? We gave a few pointers, a few gems, a few perspectives, some examples, you know, of stuff that's going on out here. And, you know, we have to be realistic in our expectations uh, based on who we are. Um, does money play a part? I'm going to be honest. And I think money does play a part. Okay. Now, nobody wants anybody that's broke, that can't take care of themselves um, and can even not even date because you got to be able to have a dating fund. Um, you can't just expect the other person to fully have everything, you know, fully take everything. Are they going to all, is the man always going to pay for the food? Is he always going to pay for the flights? Um, you know, there are some men definitely that are going to pay for the food. They don't really be tripping off of that. You know, some do because there's some people out there that's just all about trying to get a meal. But when you start dating women that have their own and they always get their own meals and they can go to Ruth Chris or True Lux or wherever it is um, from from. Applebee's and maybe they don't go to Applebee's to a Thai place <laughs> all the way up to, you know, um, expensive places, crustaceans or whatever, you know, if you can do that yourself, then yeah, you're gonna want to, cause that's what you do. You do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. So when a man is trying to date you, he needs to understand that you go to crustaceans. Mm -hmm. Okay. He needs to understand that you go to Ruth Chris and True Lux in the places like this on your own or at EDs on your own. So you don't need him to do it, but this is where you go on your own. So, you know, man, you can't be like, well, I want to take you to Applebee's. 
well, are we going to Applebee's all the time? You know what I'm saying? Or if this is where you want to go, you want to go to Cheddar's or something, or, you know, Me Casinas or a Mexican restaurant, Papa Papacitos or Papa Do's at first. I'm cool with that. Papa Do's is cool too. Well, you know, but to, to make it to say, okay, I'm trying to see, because people always try to pull tests. I know I heard uh, Chad Ochocinco said, he was like, I guess, you know, let's go to McDonald's or whatever. And she was cool with that. I'm cool with that too. As long as we, let's go get some chicken though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go get some catfish. We can go get some cat fried catfish and fries. I'm going to be like, yes. Okay. I like him. If we go to get, because I like that. That's, and if we go to a nice soul food restaurant, that you are aware of and the food is slapping and that's our first date, you were thoughtful. And you also wish you know you're 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 culturally in tune. Okay. And if that's gonna be the first date, that's cool. I'm not tripping off that. And even if it's another day down the line or if that's what we do, I'm not bothered by that. You we don't gotta roll up on true lux. But understand that I do eat at True Lux. And we're going to have to go to True Lux sometime because I go on my own. I go with my homies. So just understanding that aspect of it. And I don't like McDonald's because it's going to tear my stomach up. Okay? I'm just being honest. But we can go get some chicken, but let's go get the good chicken. So I'm not worried about that. We can go get chicken. We can go to the park. We can sit by the lake. That's a dope date. We can you go get some. We can go to the liquor store. You get some champagne. Like just listen. There's a way to do things when you're not looking at somebody is trying to to get a meal out you. Like plan a date, a real date like that. That's cool. Some some of us like that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That means you put some thought in it. And we're getting to know each other. And no, you're not spending a whole, whole lot. But you're going to have to put some thought into it. Yeah. I think what you're, that's what I was going to say. The whole point of it is, is, are you knowing someone well enough to know that this is where they would want to go and have a good time? Um, for me, it's definitely nice restaurants, nice food. But I love Wendy's. So if a man brought me chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. he'd have to bring me some like once a restaurant. But if he brings me nuggets, which I've had that before, I think that's the sweetest thing. Um, if you are into like for me, I love going to you know different um, galas and and stuff like that, like you know philanthropy stuff. If a guy knows me, he'll he'll see that and. We'll get tickets and we'll go to some stuff like that. Like the whole point of it is, is you are trying to pursue someone. That means you're going to have to do things that they want to do. Yeah. You're going to have to communicate, ask them those questions. And if it's something that, right. And if it's, if you're just trying to do it to get them, then you might not want to date that person. But if you're, if you do it and it helps and enlighten you and you want to, you know, grow your mind and y'all you're willing to take um the risk being intentional you know you're willing to take the risk to open up yourself to something new 
You know, so I think people sometimes people be having this this placeholder that they feel they want to place a person in because they want to be with somebody and then it's according to all this shit they got in their head and you don't even know what it is in their head anything but person don't even exist like mm-hmm. that truly mm. you know what i mean mm. so we're gonna wrap it up i just wanted to drop those few things if you had anything else you want to say mia before we close out this podcast um no but i do hope that um you know some takeaways for me would be being thoughtful when you're dating if you want something be what that thing would want back <laughs> you know yeah. and just be, be conscious about yourself and, and moving right. forward and dating yeah yeah because the better you are self-wise the better you are going to be attra- attract yeah you know and you have to love you first um but the dating world is definitely different. It's not, you know, people say they got boo-boo and pee-pee in the pool, in the <laughs> dating pool. Um, I think there's others. I think there's definitely some good people out there. We just all haven't met each other yet. But we have to be intentional mm-hmm. and we have to know who we are. But also understand that we're all flawed, mm-hmm. you know. So what flaws are you going to be willing to deal with in the individual? Yep. You know, if I met a man and we hit it off or whatever and everything was great, guess what? I don't need to be on social media. If my life, um, if I'm not making no money off of it, you making money off of it, hey, you need to be on there, okay? <laughs> uh, we need to have you have, have an admin or whatever, but you're not making money on there. I would just, hey, can I, I'm just going to make an appearance when it's a special occasion or any networks that I'm with, we're doing something and we're advertising and marketing or whatever, but I don't need it mm-hmm. at all, you know. So, um, just compromising certain things, I could compromise. I don't mind kicking it in the background, like that doesn't bother me. Now, if you're hiding me in the background because you got other women and all the kind of secret shenanigans going on, that's one thing. That's different from man. I don't care about all that. As long as you coming home to me, you talking to me. You loving me and I'm loving you. I got you, boo. You feel me? Like that's that's love. I'm not tripping off no shenanigans. You know? Like who need to know and all that. Man, please. <laughs> yeah. You'll know I'm married when when I decide to put a picture up to say, this is who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my husband. But other than that, like I don't need all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm new school, but I'm old school. But as long as we're into each other, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That is all that matters. So, man, you know, y'all better continue to shoot your shot. But know when you shooting your shot at certain females, please be sure that, uh, you know, everything up to pop. You know what I'm saying? That you, you got your, your dating stash you know, on point. And, you know, you you got you a couple of uh, shirts that you done ordered offline, ironed up, whatever, taken by the cleaners or what have you. You know, <laughs> smell fresh, get you some cologne. You know, you can go through, they got the little perfume stores, perfume shops, you know, get you some oils if you're not into cologne. You don't want to, hey, but you got to smell good. You got to look good. You got to have your own little swagger. You know, do some reading. If you don't read, stimulate your mind. You know, have some conversation. Stop texting W 
YD. And that's it. You know, type it out. How are you doing, Miss Lady? How are you, Queen? What's up, boo? Hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetness. Now, everybody don't like different stuff. Some people be, don't call me that, you know, or whatever. But they'll let you know. Yeah, you know, know how to talk. Know how to have some dialogue. But just a little little blanket stuff that be like a copy-paste mass text that you're using on everybody. Boo. Take us out the rotation. Yeah, you can't can't have everybody (laughs) in the same rotation and think it's going to work. And if that's how you are, like who somebody gonna bite? No, nope. You're not really trying to date. You know, you gotta treat everybody individually different. Ladies, make sure you you up on your game too. You know, but you know, there's a lot of um, not gonna tell anybody how to be in their sex life or what have you. But just understanding what happens when you do have multiple sex partners uh, when you are with multiple people and you you do pick up those things that you consummate with okay mm-hmm. and so whatever type of spirit or energy they own you got that spirit and energy on you too okay so you have to know how to purge those things off and know who you laying down with how, what kind of spirit these purple people have, you know? And so we really have to be cognizant. And that's why everybody jacked up out there because everybody just mixing it all up, just mixing it up. So they be cognizant of that very much so because it's very much so real. All right. Yes. So you got anything else? Um, no, but I uh, okay. So I keep saying no, but actually, right. But you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that sums up everything. Be safe, um, self audit, and um, believe in love. Still, love is love is still revolution. Yes, we believe. We you know we definitely believe in love mm-hmm. here on out the box. You know, it's all love across the board. We believe in love. And the promise that <laughs> that Jodeci, do you believe in love? We definitely believe in love. So until next time, peace, love, and so we out of here, baby. Deuce. <laughs>